That's the refrain to a popular Catholic hymn that is often heard at churches uh, throughout our country. But back in 2008, the refrain of that song was changed. It used to be, Yahweh, I know you are near. But in 2008, the Vatican, their Congregation for Divine Worship, released a document encouraging and really dictating that we should limit our use of the word Yahweh in respect of the Jewish people. For the Jewish people, that's the name of God. That's the revealed name of God, and they don't like saying it. In fact, they don't even like writing it. They'll abbreviate it when they write it down in the scriptures, Y-H-W-H. And so they leave out the vowels. They don't want to even write the name of God because it's sacred, the name that they believe that should not be spoken. In our first reading today, it's that revelation of the divine name, that Moses begins seeing this burning bush that's not consumed and is being told to go and to proclaim a message. And Moses says, well, who am I supposed to tell them has sent me? And from the bush, it says, I am who am sends you. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob becomes identified as I am who am. It doesn't really seem like a name. It's really an essence. It's all about being, that God is sheer being itself. I am who who am. But yet, in the person of Jesus, in the fulfillment of the prophecies, From the prophets of long ago, Jesus, who is God, born of the Virgin, takes on a name. And so God takes on the name Jesus as he becomes one of us. And all throughout the Gospels, as Jesus went about teaching and preaching, and especially in the Gospel of John, Jesus begins to identify himself as I am. He says, I am the good shepherd. I am the vine. You are the branches. I am the bread of life. I am the gate. And every time that he said, I am, Jesus was trying to tell the people, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I am the embodiment of the God I am who am. And so the sacredness of the name of Jesus enters in because of that. And maybe like the Jewish people then, we should hesitate, we should give pause whenever we say the name of Jesus. In fact, St. Paul in the letter to the Philippians says that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bend on earth and under the earth and in the heavens. So it's a name revered and hallowed and sacred. But yet so often it's a name that is invoked both by believers and unbelievers, not as a prayer, but often in vain. Go to the bar, sit at the rail, And inevitably, in 15 minutes, half an hour, you'll hear someone on your left or your right take the name of Jesus in vain, J. Expletive C. Or sit in the stands at a ball game, a basketball game, football game, whatever game it is, and inevitably again, you'll hear the name of God taken in vain as people are upset with whatever just happened on the field or on the court. 
In the apparitions of Our Lady, when she has appeared to certain visionaries throughout time, she's drawn attention to the name of Jesus and its improper use. When Our Lady began appearing in a little village in France called Laos, or Leilao, back in 1664, to the shepherdess girl Benedicta Roncorel, Mary talked about the name of God. As this young girl was receiving visions of the Blessed Mother, word began to spread, and another woman followed the girl one day as she went into the field. She hid in the bushes. And then Our Lady appeared to Benedicta and said this, There is a woman over there. Tell her not to curse with the name of Jesus, because if she keeps it up, there will be no paradise for her. Her conscience is in a very bad state. She should do penance. So Benedicta goes over to the woman who actually heard the voice of Our Lady say those words to the young shepherdess girl, and she vowed in that moment to change her life, to no longer curse with the name of Jesus. There was, an, there was another vision in a little village called La Salette, in 1846, and those two children, Our Lady said this, those who drive carts cannot swear without introducing the name of my son. And so whenever something happens, they would invoke the name of Jesus as a curse with improper use. And so the invitation to repent and to convert. The season of Lent that we're currently in is a season of conversion, It's a season of repentance. Maybe we give up bad habits, and there are some people I know that have tried to give up swearing this season of Lent. But maybe today, as we hear the revealed name of God, I am who I am, and as we see it as the name of Jesus as well, maybe it's an invitation to consider our own use of the name of God, to convert and to leave that behind. Maybe during this Lenten season to eradicate the improper use of God's name in our life and repentance. Jesus says in our gospel today, but I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Our Lady said that that woman should do penance. And so maybe for our own sake, we praise the name of Jesus. We hallow his name in some way, trying to restore the dignity of it, making it a prayer in our lives. Let these last days, these last weeks that we have of Lent be a time in which we cultivate the habit of always and only using the name of Jesus as a prayer.